What's up, Wizards fans? This is Ryan Dizdier from WashingtonWizards.com. Before we get to today's episode featuring an exclusive interview with the Wizards second-round draft pick, Admiral Schofield, we want to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by BioFreeze, the official topical reliever of the Washington Wizards. BioFreeze is fast-acting, long-lasting, and a powerful pain reliever to make you feel no limits. BioFreeze can be found online and in your local retail store. What's up, Hoop Heads? We're getting you set. It's the Off the Bench Podcast. Meg McPeak, Ryan Disner. We've got a great lineup. We're going to talk minicamp. We're going to talk Bradley Beal winning the Community Assist Award. And we have an awesome interview with Admiral Schofield in a little bit. But Ryan, some awesome news came out. The NBA Awards were held on Monday night. We know the MVP, the rookie, defensive player of the year, six man, all that jazz. But what Wizards fans had their eye on was the Community Assist Award and the push that the community relations team put out for Bradley Beal, who ended up taking home that prize. He had his guys from Ron Brown High School with him, which was, I thought that was an amazing touch. He even said he wanted to bring the whole team. The NBA said, pick two, (laughs) which I'm glad I was not picking the two because that was probably not an easy decision for Brad to make. But, you know, it's so interesting to see what these guys do. They're amazing on the floor but I find that they are even more amazing with what they do off the floor in the communities. Yeah, absolutely, and obviously the two of us have been pretty familiar with what's been going on with Brad and the Ron Brown High School students, but to see everything kind of culminate in California, it was their first time, the the kids' first time in California. Uh, I believe it was one of the kids' first time on a plane, and just seeing his relationship with them kind of culminated the NBA awards and have them on the red carpet and have them up on stage with them. It was really cool to see. And I know that people from the school principals, uh, athletic directors talk about how much Bradley wants to be, be there for them and wants the relationship. And that's what makes it different and, and so genuine. And I think uh, the, the biggest takeaway from Monday night was when Bradley Beal was giving his acceptance speech and he said, you know, please, please, let's give back to the youth. And he implored everyone listening to just make sure we're devoting the time to help mold the youth because it, it is the next the next generation. And uh, just seeing it happen and, and seeing the love that he got on social media from former players, analysts, you name it, just really cool to see because uh, he, he does care. He does mm-hmm. genuinely care about those students. And it was really awesome to see a season-long uh, commitment and relationship get rewarded. Yeah, I, I know, you know, Wizard Social, if you didn't see the award show, the video that they used um, prior to John, actually, which I also thought was a pretty awesome touch, John Wall, that was, awesome. was the last person from the Wizards to win the award. They had him present Brad with the award. Uh, but the video that, you know, everybody in production's put together with everything Brad has done this year with Ron Brown, and if you haven't been able to see the video, check it out on the Wizards Social. It is all over. Um and even in the in the video, you hear, you know, the the, the kids and um, the coach and and the principal talk about this relationship. It was not a one way street; it was a two way street. And and Brad bought in, and he bought in right off the bat. And that I think is what these kids will take with them for the rest of their lives because he could have easily just wrote a check, showed up once, and left it there. But he continuously kept them in, in in the forefront of his mind and made sure that when he had time, he was going to visit them or doing something with them. Took them to the Smithsonian um, Museum, 
got them the shoes at Christmas, which was the huge video and a huge surprise. So I think that that is probably the most amazing part about it is that it wasn't just let me sign this check and, and smile for the camera. It was, yeah, I'm going to do that, but I'm also going to buy in and support these kids because they might not have that you know, male figure in their life that they need. And if I can be that for them, then it might save a life. Yeah, and the way that Brad just kept preaching how important education is to those students was awesome. And, I mean, coming from experience, his experience in high school, he went to uh, a similar college prep high school, and he got perfect 4.0 GPA. And I, I know he said it multiple times that he is a little irked that he's the only one of his brothers without a college degree. And uh, when he was his freshman year at Florida, he was taking pre-med classes. So, yeah. I mean education is very important to him and to see it, uh, how much this experience kind of hit home was, was great for all parties involved. Yeah. I mean, if he wanted to, he could go back to school and, and turn into a doctor. Yeah. Former football player, Myron Roll did it. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's on, on path to be a neurosurgeon. So it's definitely possible. Uh, I want to, I want to, you know, change gears and talk about why we're here. Mini camp, um, day one leading up to the Wizards and the rest of the NBA getting to Summer League in Las Vegas, uh, which starts July 5th, um, day one. And, you know, it was scheduled to only go two hours, but they went nearly three. And it looked they looked really good out there. The roster that they're trying to put together, you know, you talk about Troy Brown Jr. Um, and then you've got Kellen Dunham and Noah Allen from, and Dikemi Dixon, excuse me, from the Go-Go. You also have a guy like Troy Copain, who has G League and NBA experience through the Orlando Magic organization. And then you add in Admiral Schofield and, of, of course, Rui Hashimori, um, Hashimura, excuse me. Um, and they look really athletic going up and down that floor. And I don't know if you would, if you have the same um, thought as I do. I don't look at Summer League as, like, let's get some wins and let's win this thing. I look at it as the chance for these guys who might be playing together on the NBA roster come late October, a chance to get chemistry, get familiar with each other. Yeah, winning is cool, but what they want to do is develop these guys and prepare them for late October when it when 82, you know, it actually matters. Game one of 82 starts. Uh, I don't know if you agree with that in the sense of like, let's, you know, not focus on win, but let's focus on developing these guys because you know, they're they're really young when you think about John Wall being injured um, and, and we don't know what his timeline is. And then, you know, you've got a couple of vets, one being Bradley Beal, but now he's got this very young talent pool around him. I think winning would be great, but I think getting chemistry and building their confidence is more important when it comes to the NBA season. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the, the main thing we saw tonight and a reason it went longer than scheduled, but uh, I, I think it's a good thing because it's just getting reps and getting reps is just so important. And when teams or when players make it onto a team and it's you know 15 players there's only so many reps and that's why mini camp like this and summer league is so great for not only these young guys like admiral and, and Rui who both look very good in their first day uh, but guys like Tony Rowan who's a, a journeyman had experience with the Sixers and guys like that and we saw with the go-go earlier this year uh, some similar players so just getting the experience on the court is kind of invaluable and especially for the younger guys especially for the rookies uh, I, I think it's going to pay big dividends but it, it's just nice to see them get back out on the floor because after the draft you know you got to introduce the players to the media they got to move they got to do this and that and just sometimes you forget that these guys are here to play basketball right and, getting them on the court tonight 
and then you know in Vegas by the end of the week or early next week is going to be good and it's good to see. And they're, uh, we're starting to get used to the huge media contingent, um, from especially from the Japanese media with Rui. But I, I think also too, you know, you mentioned the go go. The guys in this mini camp, yeah, you're trying to get on an NBA roster, but you also have to take into consideration Tommy Shepard has been in attendance, Scott Brooks has been in attendance as well tonight. But then also you look down the the, the floor, general manager of the Capital City Go Go Pops Menzabonsu is in um, in attendance as well as head coach Darrell Christian helping, you know, the staff run things with minicamp right now. So you're not just playing for you know, trying to get on the NBA roster for Vegas and then training camp and then the NBA season, you might also be auditioning for the G League, you know, try and get a two-way contract or an Exhibit 10 um, and, and get on the roster that way. Or, you know, at the end of the day, you're always auditioning for 30 NBA teams and as of right now, 28 G League teams. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that maybe people forget about and it is definitely an important aspect to remember during these mini camps, but... Um, like we talked about, it, it's just really good to see these guys on the court, see what they can do, uh, just get some chemistry before heading out to Vegas. We're going to keep the conversation going. We have Admiral Schofield coming up. Great interview, really good. I'm with my guy Ryan Dizder, and of course we are joined by none other than Admiral Schofield. Drafted, he's a newcomer. Uh, we want to get to know him, though, when it comes to life after basketball off the court um, we're obviously going to ask about some hoops questions because we all want to know what that draft moment is like so I'll jump right into it and get to that first your name is called what were you doing like what did you do for your draft night um, and, and what was that moment like when the commissioner said your name well um, you know growing up you always want to be in New York and usually it's, it's mostly invite only and the biggest thing for me was I wanted to, wanted to be more personable for me and my family and uh, so I invited all the coaches that impacted my career uh, from middle school you know feeder when I was a kid all the way up into high school and AAU so I, I invited everyone um, and I invited two of my best friends from high school uh, my girlfriend was there uh, my mother and father of course my older brother my sister couldn't make it in, in time um, and then I had my younger brother as well and it was just a great experience uh, just sitting there seeing my name called um, and being able to say that, you know, I'm, I'm, I was drafted and picked to play amongst the best in the world. Um, it, was just, it was a special moment. Obviously, you had to wait for a couple things to become official before you knew exactly where you were going. But right. Once you figured out you were going to D.C. with Rui Hachimura, obviously you guys have a little bit of history <laughs> that, that shot over him. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about him as a player and how excited are you to have him as a teammate here? Uh, he's, he's a very good player, very skilled, um, and he can play in, in all three levels of the game on the offense end. Also, he's very intense on defense, uses his length well, stays in front of the ball. Um, he's an impact player, and, you know, a guy like me, I'm a glue guy. I'm a guy that does the little things to help win, you know, knock down big shots. Um, I could play on all three levels, but, you know, that's not my strength. That's not what, you know, I, that's not my bread and butter. My bread and butter is on the defense end and impact and winning. Um, so, you know, us two together, I think that's a great mix. Um, and being in this organization uh, that's up and coming and, you know, trying to change the culture and, you know, trying to change the culture around and be a winning culture. But being having character within uh, the organization, you know, that's big for me and I know it's big for Rui. So uh, to be a part of that, to be a part of that, that small rebuild, I think that, you know, it's, it's very, very vital for me and very vital for uh, Rui to come in and be focused, locked in, ready to listen, but also be ready to make an impact. 
obviously, you know, you're coming into a situation um, with two guys, Bradley Beal and John Wall. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, as of right now, there's no timetable on John returning. But just talk about and tell us sort of what your mindset is coming in playing with, you know, two perennial all-stars in the NBA and what you think you can learn from them to impact your game. Well, funny thing is John texted me on draft day and welcomed me to the team. Uh, well, actually, the next day. And uh, it was surreal, you know, getting a text from John Wall. I was like, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, my response was, man, um, thank you. I appreciate you, you know, welcoming me to the team. I'm here to make your job easier. I'm here to do the little things and help you, you know, get over that edge and help you win. Um, and that's my mindset. You know, I'm not here to be the admiral or, you know, a star or that's not my mindset. I just want to help win. I want to help D.C., you know, be on top and be right in the mix to win championships. And, I mean, that's everyone's goal. Um, you know, with the talent of Bradley Bill and John Wall, that one-two punch, they need players around them that can take care of the little things so they can shine like they do. And, you know, I, I want to take on that role. I want to be that guy. I want to be an all-star in that role. 42nd overall pick. You mentioned earlier that you love to play with intensity. Mm-hmm. Guy on the team last year, uh, also a 42nd pick, Thomas Bryant plays with, you know, that same kind of trademark energy. How much pride do you take in playing with that and just kind of bringing up the energy in the gym? Uh, you know, we I've obviously seen a lot of your highlights with the dunks that bring a lot of people to their feet. So can you just talk about that and that aspect of your game? Honestly, it's just me impacting any way I can. Um, I'm an energy guy. Uh, I play with intensity. And when I'm not playing hard, I'm not effective. I'm not admiral. Uh, so I have to play that way. I have to play with intensity. But, you know, it's got to be controlled. I can't be out there being wild. But at the same time, I'm a guy that plays to the crowd. You know, that's what I do. I feed off the crowd. Um, I feed the crowd energy, and I love being in environments where it's re- very intense, very loud, and um, people are really into the game. Uh, that, that's where I, I, you know, I, I thrive the best. But I think the biggest thing is just giving my teammates energy, giving my teammates confidence in me to be able to do the little things, but also you know, them knowing that I'm supporting them on the bench and being a great teammate as well. Megan McPeak, Ryan Desner, joined by Admiral Schofield. 42nd pick now with the Wizards. Um, I'm actually glad that you brought up your, your brother, your older brother, and him being at draft, because for people that might not know, you know, your history and, and a bit about you, your brother actually is a huge football player, played yeah. with the Seahawks, yeah. was part of that Super Bowl championship, you can tell him thank you, because I'm a Seahawks fan, <laughs> <laughs> um, also played with the Falcons, have you um, had a chance to chat with him, kind of, you know, getting his advice on how to be a professional? Well, yeah, um, you know, just a little things, but more than anything, I got to see it. I think I got to see it more than anything, and that, that's the biggest thing for me. Um, I'm a visual learner, um, and, you know, seeing the little things that go into being a professional, taking care of your body, getting the right uh, rest, um, getting the massages, eating, putting the right fuel in your body, um, but also ba- being able to balance things. Um, you know, when you're in the facility, when you're in the game, you got to be one way. When you're off the floor, you got to be another way. So learning how to turn that off and turn that on, um, not, not just being, you know, intense all the time. You know, you got to be a person off the floor you got to have some type of uh, trade or something that you do off the floor to take you away from the game it's, it's good for your mental especially being an athlete so just those little things but also um, the things that come with uh, being a professional you know with success um, the negatives and the positives so learning how to balance that and manage that was one of the biggest things but also just seeing their winning culture was pretty huge too how they went about their business um, and it, it just was a testament to what, what they did just how they went about business every day and how they were just one unit 
Bradley Beal grew up with football players as brothers too, and he often credits them for the way that he's on the court and the, the toughness that he plays with. Would you give the same props to your brother for helping make you a, a tougher and more uh, rough around the edges on the court? Um, I wouldn't say it was just my brother. I would say it was football alone because I played football myself uh, all the way up until high school. Um, and it just taught me physicality, taught me that mentality of just being, you know, nasty, being intense out there and um, playing with an edge. Uh, so the, the game of football really taught me that. But, you know, seeing my brother do it, having a father like I have, served 24 years in the military, intensity is a word that's often used in our household. So, um, you know, like I said, visually seeing it, um, having a father that is a leadership role in our house, doing it every day, you know, it was really easy to pick it up and, t- and run with it. Is it safe to assume that one will most likely see the family at games, and two that although your father did serve in the military, that mom is really the boss at home? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my dad is the boss. My dad is the boss, and yes, you will see my family at games. Uh, they're very supportive. Um, I have a younger brother too, who's just all about me right now. <laughs> he's younger. Uh, he's about fifteen. His name is General. Um, but he wow. plays baseball and he plays basketball as well. So he's all about me right now. I'm like his favorite player and stuff. It's funny to see that because he used to talk a lot of trash to me when I was <laughs> when I was in college. But um, yeah, they're very supportive on it. They'll be around DC for sure. Uh, my little brother's actually been here. This is my first time here. He's been here before me. He's telling me all about the city and stuff. <laughs> so it was just it was just pretty cool to hear that. But you know, like I said, they're very supportive and they'll definitely be around. And hopefully, they'll get to come in and see the facility and the arena. And I get to take them around, especially when I get settled. Busy right now with minicamp and summer league coming up, mm-hmm. but when you're not playing basketball, what are some of your interests off the court? Anything you're passionate about other than basketball? I'm a I'm a very chill guy. Um, I'm a homebody. Uh, I love just sitting back, watching funny movies. You know, spending time at home with my puppy, um, and also I love FIFA. So I love playing video games and just relaxing. I'm a normal 22 year old just yeah. getting out of college. You know. Um, not too complicated. Plus, I love to eat. I like to try new foods. Um, also, I like to cook, too. So um, I like to learn how to cook new things. And, you know, being in a different area with, you know, different ethnicities and, you know, the politics that's surrounding our city, you know, that's different for me. So being involved in that, um, also being involved in the community is big for me. Uh, growing up, always was involved in the community, where it was, wherever, whether it was feeding the homeless, turkey drives, um, going out and, you know, just giving food baskets to the less fortunate uh, or just doing little things in the community like going to elementary schools and spending time with kids, reading books. You know, I enjoy those things. Uh, I enjoy making an impact and using my platform to make an impact. So I think it's just big for me to not just be a homebody, but also make an impact where I am. That's uh, that's one of the things that's great about Monumental as a whole, as an ownership. They're supportive of their athletes, whether it's, you know, the Mystics players, the Go-Go players, Wizards players, Capitals, um, the two AFL teams they have. So does that make it a little bit more comfortable coming into a new city and new surroundings, knowing that if you want to um, get out into the community and use your voice and use your platform, that you have that support system from the team um, and the ownership behind you? Yeah, I, I think that's huge, especially seeing Bradley Bill, you know, win the award last night and you know, talk about how, how he's done and take little how, what he's done to take little steps to impact the community in this area, but also just different communities and the little things he does, and just to hear the support that he's had from the organization, and um, you know, coming in and seeing how excited they are for me to be here and how supportive they are, I can just tell like right away that anything positive, you know, they're really about it. They're really going to push it and be right behind it. Um, not because it's not going to make anybody look good, it's because that's what this organization is about, and it. 
it, it makes me feel good about myself that I'm in a, a great fit, um, not just playing basketball, but being able to set myself up off the court to, you know, not just be uh, successful off the court financially, but be a pillar in the community, uh, being somebody that is a role model, somebody that people look up to and admire and is also an inspiration to, to certain people. Yeah, well, Admiral, thank you for taking the time to mm -hmm. speak with us. Obviously, happy part of the team here in D.C., and we'll uh, catch up with you in Vegas in Summer League. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you. you.